We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Mets, uh, yesterday, thanks to his time each and every week here on Hand Raise Guys. Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. I guess I forgot to say that at the very beginning. Uh, same great products, same great services. You yeah. did say it at the beginning. Beginning of episode two. Oh, there you go. That's the cutoff right there. So Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. They sponsor this show each and every Thursday slash Friday. If you live in the Oxford Tupelo surrounding areas, call Comer 662-801-1777. If you live in uh, Hernando, DeSoto County, Memphis, that area, get in touch with the people at Southern 662-429-4429. As the weather starts to cool off and you start to think about making sure that your heating system is in order, now's the time. Because you got plenty of time, but you want to do it now before the first cold snap comes in and you go to turn the heater on and it just doesn't work. So, uh Get in touch with those guys now, and you'll take care of that, and you won't have to worry about it. Uh, we got uh, seven to six Cincinnati over uh, Miami, about middle part of second quarter, and I think it's still 14-7. Um, BYU over Utah State, I didn't see what happened with the kick. Maybe it's 14-10. Utah State. Utah just... State hanging in there, though. 14-10. 14-10. Okay, there you go. Yes. Uh, 9-34 to go, second quarter. Okay, cool. How about that? Um, because some idiot, I guess not idiot, may win, but um, Darren Ravel points out that someone at MGM in Las Vegas bet eighty five thousand on BYU to win. Um, it will only net thirty four hundred if they win. Ooh, so he is in. He is risking eighty two. Eighty five. Yeah. Well, I mean, eighty five. Eighty five grand. It's insane. They lose. He loses eighty five grand to win. Yeah, thirty four hundred. I need the Bengals to win by four or more, period. That's what I need. I'm all in. If I have so you to, wouldn't be happy if they just won by two? If I have to put the jersey on, I'm going to put the jersey on. At what point do you feel like that's the case? Jersey? What is the point of no return that the jersey is required? Mm, third quarter. Because you don't really want to put the jersey on. No, because it's a little big. It's large. When it was purchased, I was a little bigger than I am now. Yeah, and white. It's kind of big anyway. Like, it just it's boxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of. But I was... <laughs> 
significantly bigger than than yeah. I. Yeah. It's just good and bad. Mostly good. There's bad. I mean, the bad is that it doesn't fit, but it's a good thing that oh, it doesn't okay. fit. Yeah. I mean, we find a tailor, we can get it hemmed. Take yeah, it in. Yeah, I guess you could. It doesn't matter. It'd be odd for a jersey. Total silliness. All right, so uh, yeah, two good teams. You can tell these are two good teams. I mean, obviously NFL good teams, but these are good NFL teams. Halfway through the second, I made quarter. fun of Mike McDaniel, and he's done a hell of a job. He's done a great job. I think his team's bought in yeah. already. Yeah, has kind of a college atmosphere to it. He's a little more more spunky. Rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he coaches with positivity, is what they say. He does. Yeah, he's it's not yelling just, at them the same way. Yeah, it's probably the way to be. Frankly, young people. Got a young team. Burrow has not looked the same this year, and I wonder how much of that is missing so much of camp, missing so much of the preseason. Versus actually being the knee. Yeah, well, and just, yeah, just, you know, the, the, the appendix, you can't do a lot of things. I wonder if he feels as strong as he normally does, stuff like that. It takes a, takes a minute. Uh, all right, we're going to open the, uh, the phone lines if you guys want to call. Great. Um, I need to put that up. It's going to take a second for me to find it. Oh, the number? Yeah, but I will. I've got it here somewhere. Okay. There's a lot in this particular overlay system. See, he's throwing off his back foot. He just doesn't have as much. Uh, he doesn't have as much strength. I don't. I don't think he feels as good as he did a year ago. All right, there's the number. If you want to call it, 662-259-8563. These, uh, these Thursday nights are kind of up to you guys. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Drew in Madison. How are y'all doing tonight? Hey, Drew, we're good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Thursday, tomorrow's Friday. Got a big game this weekend. I can't really complain. So, who are you playing, Tulsa? Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Never mind. <laughs> um, so, just like, I'm a little bit behind in the, the stream or whatever, but uh, y'all were talking about Mike McDaniel for a second. Yeah. And just like, how it has kind of a college approach. And it's just so funny, like, the juxtaposition between him, um, who's been kind of a career NFL guy, and then Saban when he was there. I remember the video of him making that player cry. And just how much things have changed in, like, the last, like, 15 years uh between like pro football and, and college and all of that yeah um, sure i remember thinking the mcdaniel guy was kind of a goober but like i kind of liked him too and I, I just it's interesting is all really and just like i don't know if a guy like kiffin 20 years ago would be like a a surefire a shoe in for like a head coach in the college game um just because of his like personality and kind of quirkiness yeah there, uh, it's it's the way – I mean, we've talked about this before. We've gotten on these, like, parenting things. I I, I don't think that – It would have been seen as a negative 20 years ago. Yeah, I don't think that – Not tw- tough enough. 20 years ago, he would, he'd have gotten eaten alive, uh, McDaniel. And to, yeah. Today, he's – I mean, the, the, pro football's a young person's game. I mean, the, the, the guys that play mm-hmm. it, for the most part, are in their early to mid-20s. There's exceptions, right? But for the most part, that's who you're dealing with. And, yeah. um, you know, those, those people are uh, – they're not responsive, this generation. And this is not a criticism at all, but that this generation is not responsive to getting yelled at. 
They they don't. No, that's yeah. not how you motivate. You motivate them other ways, and it makes sense that some of the coaches who are being who are successful right now are guys who do it that way. I mean, in some ways, Pete Carroll at USC was like kind of the precursor to all this, right? I mean, just totally kind of different than the than normal mode at the time. Uh, I kind of wondered if that was like a, a foreshadowing in some ways. Yeah. He definitely had a looseness about his tenure. That Yeah. I hadn't thought about it that way, but you're right. He was kind of a pioneer. He He did it in a way that made people – People thought it was just like an SC culture thing, but it wasn't. It was just a way to handle young kids. Yeah. Frankly. I mean, yeah. It, 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 he sort of got a pass because of being, you know, California cool and all the open stuff and all that, whatever. But You can peel the paint off the walls and it be effective, but only if you do it in a – it's got to be a, a, a one-off. It's got to be a, oh, God, coach is pissed. And then it's, you know what, he's right to be pissed. It can't be, oh, God, coach is pissed again. Because then they, turn you, they tune you out yeah. and you lose them. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it's Especially not today. It's not like we were in high school, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just I feel not, like I was on the tail end of of that, like the the hardcore coach that you know just chews you out over every little thing, versus the the kind of the new age a little bit. Um, and I'd say it's almost for me. I found it more effective when like I was yelled at, deserving like I deserved it more. <laughs> Like it, it meant more. Like I was like, oh yeah, I definitely deserve that as opposed to oh here we go again. I mean, I've yeah. told this story. It's one of the things that sticks out. We were doing uh, tackling drills, and they were like, "Flip your hips, flip your hips," and I didn't know what the hell that meant, really, you know. And it was <laughs> how it was, do you do that? I don't know. And it was it was you know, and it was we're gonna find out who's getting you know and who's not getting you know. And I'm like 16, and I'm yeah. thinking, well, I'm not. I mean, it's, that's not happening for me. <laughs> Like nothing, nothing along those lines is happening for me. And, you know, and I I do it and he's like, you're not. And I'm like, I know I could have told you that before we started this drill, that that's not happening. I'm, 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 I'm 16 years old. And well, that's when I want to yell at the coach is like, well, that's your job is to teach me how to do it. Yeah. I obviously don't know. But now, I mean, that, that coach would get, he'd get in deep trouble for insinuating something like that. So. I just think I just yeah, think times have changed, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Well, look, I've uh, I, I decided to type out some like questions because I typically go like ADD and forget all in, but uh, <clears throat> uh, just some like things from like past podcasts this week and stuff. Um, the first thing I, I thought of was like Kiffin's attendance frustrations, and I know that's kind of been a common theme um, throughout the week. But um, you know, like from I'm 30 years old. Um, we got two kids under five oh, look at and this. <laughs> when I was in school and growing up, like it was a lot easier to go to a game, uh, as far as like financially and, um, well that's relative, I guess. Um, but especially like, just like, uh, you know, parking, tailgating, cost of like food and drinks in the grow. Uh, hey, hey, Drew, hey, Drew, I'm gonna, like that. Hey, Drew, I'm going to interrupt you one second just so people can know what we're looking at because we're talking about this as it happens. Tua Tungvaloa yeah. was thrown to the ground oh, last man. week. And just I just then, saw this. Holy cow. And watch his fingers. Like, oh, my gosh. His it's body like oh, tensed up. His body sort of locks up as he was thrown down, and you do want this makes you wonder. I mean, this is a real story here. The NFLPA had an issue with – 
Tua coming back oh, into the game. Oh, it was Tua last week, wasn't it? Yeah. That's right. On Sunday, so yeah. here, we, here we are five days later, five days later, and you start to wonder, was that – because that looked like his it, head hit the turf really hard. Yeah, and so you, this is going to become – we're watching kind of a story unfold in real time. The NFLPA is going to say, well, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Drew, I'm sorry to I interrupt. mean, really, though. No, no, but, like, I mean, I watched the two it hit live on Sunday, and I just saw the replay of it now. Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's not good, man. Like, that is – that's like – I don't know if y'all saw the Georgia Tech receiver after I just reset hit him or whatever, you know, the – targeting call or whatever like i mean i don't necessarily agree with the call but like that that motor function stuff i mean that's just like scary oh there's no doubt i mean like to lane kiffin's credit the other day he was asked a question about the call on um who was the who got targeting Otis. Yeah, Otis. Otis got the call in the I guess in the Tulsa game and he said yeah you know you got to legislate that out of the game he was upset about the call on on Jonathan Mingo, the uh, yeah. kind of the crackback block, but he was even though that cost him one of their more physical players for the first half of the Kentucky game. He he was like, "No, you got to call that. We've got to get that out of the game." And you do. You've got to get the head stuff out of the game, or else. Well, I mean, think back. What was it? Kiffin's first year that the tight end who I can't remember what happened, but in practice, like they had to like airlift him to Marcus to, Thomas, the Baptist yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and he was like, I don't want Knox to ever play football, like that whole thing. Like, I mean, that's just like, it seems like with the way the game is, it's so much faster and more physical than it's ever been. And, I mean, look, two is still on the ground. Like, this is insane, man. I mean, it's just, yeah, that, that, it's like, Neil, like what you have said about, like, you know, soccer may not be, you know, in 10 years the, the leading sport, but, like, I, I've noticed it too. Like, I don't see people playing. I mean, look at his hands. I mean, oh my goodness! Yeah, no. Um, look, look, football. Something neurological. Something there. neurological happened. Football's. Football, I mean, he smoked his head. Oh, look how hard his head hits that turf. I've I've been on that oh, turf. God. That is art. Ooh, look at that. And you just can't oh, help but wonder if that is makes you sick. You can't help but wonder if there's a carryover from what happened yeah, on sure. Sunday. I mean, that's that has to be the story that's being asked right now. They're bringing out a board. I mean, I think that's completely fair. There's I mean, a stretcher and a board to take Tua Tungabalo off the field. This is, this is. I mean, this is a scary, scary moment right here. Well, look, Neil. It's like it's two things. It, like things. Like there, something needs to change. Obviously, some of it is the game is violent, but like B, we got to stop playing on turf, like artificial turf. I mean, it, it's there's. I mean, Charlie Shepard tore his ACL just running, like jogging down. The field, yeah. You know, on top of all the other like, cancer-related stuff, I don't know if you've seen the documentary about. It was like, you know, there's a documentary about all the, you know, all the rubber that underneath the turf. Um, it's like from recycled tires. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it is. I yeah. mean, it's very unhealthy. It gets in our shoes when we walk on the field. Right. We get rubber pellets all in our shoes. Yeah, I get. Like, I'll take my. Sh- Literally, I'll go down to the field with five minutes left, six minutes left. And I'm basically just standing in a couple of spots. I'm walking, I don't know, by the time it's all said and done, walking back and forth, I might walk 80, 90 yards. And in my my shoes, when I come home and I take my shoes off, some of those pellets will come out. It's just, you know, like 
Ole Miss uses grass now, so that doesn't happen. But I'm talking about back in the day when they had the turf field. You'd get that. You'd get that stuff all in your shoes. No matter you, you could be out there for just a few minutes, and that's us just walking around. I mean, Chase would go tackle people, but I yeah, never yeah. did. And and so, <laughs> but I mean, the players like are on the ground, right? They're 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 yeah, you know, being tackled or tackling or whatever, or diving for a ball or whatnot. That stuff's getting all over them, and in you know, they're inhaling some of that stuff. It, and their uh, mouths yeah. and their lungs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, dude. We would go back in the day uh, after games. I was in school from 2011, 2010 to like 15, okay? We would go sneak onto the stadium after games sometimes. Uh, the lights would be on. And we'd go like play football. <laughs> it's like nobody cared at that point, I guess. Things have, things have changed since. But like we'd go play. And dude, like you'd be covered in If you fell down, like you'd have skin burns. And like you get in your mouth and just all this stuff. And it's like. Like, there's no way. Like, and I watched that documentary. It was, I think, it was about like, uh, like the women's soccer. It was something regarding like soccer, and uh, just all these health problems that were coming from it. And it's just like, we. I mean, how's that even a thing in the NFL? I know Cincinnati's not necessarily the best place to grow grass, but something's got to change. Oh, yeah. I, I just keep playing it over and over. I've been on that field. Yeah, he just his head just goes down so hard. I've, I've, it's 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 a, it's just a turf field. I mean, there's it it, it doesn't have a lot of give to it. Has he moved at all? I haven't seen his legs move once. And now, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just. Mm. Someone says in the thread that's a fencing response. I don't know what a fencing response is. No, I mean, I'm, I've been Googling around just for kind of what happened to him. And, again, keep this sure. ultimate grain of salt. Sure. Um, says yeah. that it's common for the hands to clench into a fist and fingers to curl into themselves as the result of severe spasticity, which is caused by disconnections and miscommunications between the brain and the muscles. Okay. Um, essentially, yeah, it, like it's severe, thing. <laughs> severe concussion, uh, and also possibilities of strokes. Like it, it's it's things like that are very very severe. They cut the face mask or took the face mask off. They're they've got him oh, strapped onto a backboard that. and taking him off on a stretcher. Um, Is he awake? I don't know. Yeah, it looks like it. He, he I saw him give like a thumbs up to his teammates. But oh, did he? Wrong. Okay, well, he that, may have just been moving his fingers. That's that's good if he did. Um, Commentator, medical expert, said the fingers indicate a neurological response to head trauma. Okay. God. Tua has been such a, I mean, unlucky dude with injuries. I mean, even at Alabama, I just freak stuff like the hip. Uh, anyway, we interrupted your, uh, your, 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 we interrupted your, your questions that you had intended to ask. I apologize. That was a pretty big developing <laughs> no, story that was happening. I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting the, the news for you. I mean, that's crazy, man. Um, all I was all I was saying is just like Kiffin's frustrations with attendance and like I totally get where he's coming from. Like I do get it. I just you know, it's twofold, right, Neil? Like some of it is again it's multiple things. It's things cost more than they used to and um and also the pandemic happened and everybody got used to just being able to like hang out at the house with like or or like if you weren't scared of everything like I was I wasn't really nervous about anything so like we'd all we'd hang out with our friends and watch the games and it was fun it was easy convenient a lot of my friends have young kids all that kind of stuff and like now i mean i remember going to games as a kid with my my dad and my family i remember going like when i first got married and like it's kind of old miss has made it difficult 
in a lot of ways because they've monetized so much of it with parking. The concessions are crazy expensive. Um, I mean, just for what they are. Um, tickets are expensive, all that stuff. And I mean, like, and, and so like people say monetize the Grove. Well, I think that just will compound the problem even more because you already, like a lot of people are already paying like 400 500 $600 just for like a Grove tent right now. So like you add like, oh, we got to pay a, you know, a reservation fee or whatever that is for a spot in the Grove. I just think it's going to make it worse. I just, I get that we're trying to generate revenue and that's like, it's kind of this weird kind of cash 22 where you're trying to maximize profit without losing um, demand. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's the, the inflations though are coming from things outside of the university. I mean, frankly, Ole Miss hasn't really raised oh, prices. Yeah. I mean, the, the tickets are the same. The parking is the same. I mean, it's, it's everything around it. It's hotel ridiculousness. It's, it's all those things that have, that have caused the issues. It's hotels. It's it's not necessarily Ole Miss's fault, but like, but, you know, I mean, look, I've got two kids under five years old, and like, I mean, thinking about even the the trolley, like the bus system is like a pain in the butt because you got to walk half a mile, a quarter of a mile. I mean, maybe I'm just lazy or out of shape. I am all those things, obviously, but you know, it's it's just it used to be you could park somewhat like it didn't have to be a designated area. There was like a little bit of like a flexibility with that on game days. And there's not that anymore, but like, I get where Kiffin's coming from, but like, on like he has said from the beginning, Neil on sec home games, it's going to be packed. It's going to be an amazing atmosphere. So like, why make it such a big issue? I mean, I get it. Like maybe he's trying to get like the fact that we have 27 new players that have not played necessarily in that type of an environment. I think he was off base. Or something like this weekend. Yeah, I think he was off base. I do. I I think that – It felt like bubble effect. Get in, T. Had a baby. I I just – I I think there needed to be somebody who said to him, hey, this is a bad idea. Don't don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, and and I I don't think he has that around him. Hey, Drew, we're going to let you go. we got other people trying to call in. I appreciate the time very much. Okay, I'm sorry, man. No, no, you're good. You're great. You're great. Thank you. The Oxford Exxon Podcast is brought to you by The College Corner. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. In um, Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. You can also visit the College Corner at collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're also brought to you by Walk-Ons. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into uh, bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit them in Ridgeland or Oxford today. We're also brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from work to uh, lifestyle to nightlife. Everything is uh, right there at the Rogue from all the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or that area, call the people at Southern, 662 429 
4429. Our friends at Blue Delta Jeans are excited to announce they'll be hosting Mustache the Band Friday, October the 14th for the Square Jams after party. Come watch the uh, Ole Miss basketball team on Friday night on the Oxford Square. And then uh, head over to the Lyric and join the folks from Blue Delta with the world's most powerful 90s country party band. Ticket packages are on sale now. Some tickets include jeans, some don't. But all include admission to the concert and an open bar to book. Just DM Blue Delta on their socials or visit bluedeltajeans.com slash afterparty and they'll see you there. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app, Name Your Price, on thousands of items from big-name retailers. Uh, A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. Brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you're looking to diversify, if you're looking to leave the corporate rat race, gain control of your income and schedule, MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. If you hate your job, your boss, your pay, you feel stuck, Andy Ludecki can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. And we're brought to you by Solutions Rx. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. in Mississippi. In fact, under the highest standards, if you take diabetes medicine, high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medication, they typically cause some side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But Chris formulated prescription supports, one of the Many products uh, from there that people like me have been trying makes a big difference, helps you stay more compliant taking your medication, eliminates those side effects, helps you stay healthier over the long term. Solutions Rx is available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi, and on their website, solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout, receive 10% off your first order. Hawkeye Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeye, Mississippi, is the place to go if you want to custom build your building to your specifications. However you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Hawkeye Portable Buildings can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors, and Hawkeye Portable Buildings makes it happen. In-house financing is available. There's free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Hawkeye as well. 662-226-2233. Or go to HawkumBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Hawkum Portable Buildings. And it's tailgating time. Uh, lots of games still left on the Ole Miss schedule. And you can uh, set up your tailgating with the people at 7 South Tailgating. Once you do that, you'll never want to tailgate without them again. 7SouthTailgating.com. They've got single game, multi-game packages. They have availability for any and all services and game selection. So get in touch with them, regardless of your budget, your party size, your number of games needed. They can accommodate you. Again, it's 7SouthTailgating.com. Uh, Bengals score on a play from uh, Burrow to T. Higgins. They're up 12-7, I guess, pending the PAT. I think you just kick it here, don't you? You don't go for two? No, 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 no. Hey, who do we have? Hey, look, Jack. What's up, Jared? How are you? Uh, doing pretty good, pretty good. So, yeah, I, I turned it on right when you guys started talking about Tua and saw that. Woof, woof. That's rough. And then what happened right after that, too? Man, you hate to see it. Yeah, of course. 
Just... So we were talking earlier this, uh, or you were talking earlier this week about the NCAA being toothless. Did you see the ruling that was handed down today? Uh, on who? No, I didn't. I've, today's Thursdays are Thursdays are a day for me that I'm I'm almost completely out of the loop. Uh, Air Force got put on probation for two years. Oh, for today. what? Y'all cheating over there? Um, uh, apparently, there was impermissible con- recruiting contact during COVID protocols. Oh, there you go. You should have yeah. you should have uh, obeyed the protocols. It's the Air Force, for God's yeah. sake. For, 46 official visits over the next two academic years. A ban on unofficial visits from September 1st through October 12th. Oh, wow. A four-week four ban on recruiting communications this academic year a reduction by 34 in evaluation days. And this is something I've never heard of, and I'll tell you why it is in a second. A reduction of the size of the football roster by 10. Oh, from 105 to 95? I I guess, yeah. Yeah, I would presume that the reason for that is because you can't take away scholarships because the entire student body is on full scholarship. So so instead of taking scholarships, they just reduce the roster. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the details of it. I mean, my guess is, my I, I don't know. They they've cracked. They they have they've hit a couple teams on the whole COVID thing. So that's and show call for the guys who did it. Uh, all, yeah. I think all of which are longer there. One of them is a um, is a was a linebackers coach at Wisconsin, but he resigned. Okay. So. Anyways, did you? I, we didn't talk about it earlier. Did y'all, did y'all put the Navy game in Neil's picks? I did not get a chance to look at it. Today. I, I, did, I did not. Did not put. I, I, I failed to do that. I, I, I saw it when it was too late, and it was too late. I just, you know, so that one used to be like the the marquee one for us at least because that was the one you needed to win. But it's kind of flip flopped now because Navy is terrible, and now Army's the good team. So like that's the one that really matters. So, anyways, um. I just got was able to start listening. Were there any updates on injuries or any of that kind of stuff for Ole Miss this uh, weekend? Or not really. Just we it, we kind of talked about it in the first hour. Um, there just there's talk about a shuffle on the offensive line that's based around an injury. But you know, I don't I don't know how we don't really know how true that is. Um, whether Caleb Warren's unavailable or, or just kind of available. Whether there's there's a an emergency plan that they're putting in place. No one, no one really knows. I was told some stuff off the record that ended up sort of getting reported elsewhere, but I, I don't know. I mean, I got we got burned on injury stuff last year, and I've I've been kind of careful with it this year. Yeah, and nah, I don't blame it. I mean, everybody knows Kiffin plays that stuff pretty close to the vest. So it was just just curious. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, all right. Yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on that that probation. Uh, I've seen. I don't think an academy's ever been hit on probation like that before that I've ever heard of. So, pretty crazy. But thanks for anyway, the call, right, Okay. Yep. All thanks. Right, bye. Yeah. I'll put the uh, I'll put the phone number up six six two two five nine eight five six three if you'd like to call in fourteen six Bengals, but the uh, Dolphins driving here early in seventeen seventeen Utah State and BYU. I think we can slow our roll on BYU as some national yeah, contender. Not, not, not I time, think we yeah. can stop that. Hey, who do we have? Yeah, this is Walt in Birmingham. Hey, Walt, what's up? 
Oh, um, not too much. My wife is uh, 36 weeks pregnant with twins. Oh, wow. So, Your life's about to yeah. change. Yeah, right. That's, uh, you I have boys, that or, boys or girls? Or you, you know? Get your sleep while you can. Um, it's true. I, uh, thanks to you and Tyler, have, have had my first couple of rains these past couple of weeks, and they will not be my last uh, no. couple of rains that I'm going to have. Are you having boys um, or girls, or do you know? One boy, one girl. Oh, how about that? And Are these your first? first? First two. Yep, first two kids. Oh. Is the wife miserable right now? Uh, she is very uncomfortable. Um, she's going to work every day. She works at a hospital. Um, so amazingly, she's not on bed rest or anything. But, yeah, she's just ready to have them. I mean, she's six weeks past ready to have them at this point. Um, so just kind of, uh, I mean feels like we're really in the uh you know the red zone of the pregnancy this is when Hugh Freeze would be waving for Jeremy Liggins to come running onto the field and, and take over at quarterback obviously but, uh, that's, but, that's good but, yeah. <laughs> well congratulations that's awesome thank you appreciate it um yeah I dropped a couple of hints about uh you know maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for me to just run over to Oxford this weekend, and, and those were received about yeah. as well as you <laughs> Come think on. they would have been hey. Walt, I think, you need to, I think you need to let ESPN bring the game to you, champ. I, yeah, that, that, would I, not, I, that would I, not be advisable. I, yeah. I mean, that I, would I not, that's it. not a good strategy at all. Yeah, you, 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 yeah. you, need, to, you, you need to be I, on, I on support. Uh, I haven't left the house more than probably a couple of miles away for about a month now so i'm i'm sticking with that i think just ride it out yeah that's probably uh, wise walt that's probably smart yeah that's what that's what wiser men than me have have told me to do just sit sit real still and be real quiet um but uh anyway so (laughs) on, on top of that um you know earlier you were talking with the caller about uh being asked to flip your hips and, and not knowing what that means. It reminded me of the coach 30, you know, he always says the hips are stiff, you know, girlfriend must be miserable kind of comment on the, the guys <laughs> running down the field. Um, <laughs> but, uh, that guy's I'll, great. He'll take that. He, every week he's, he's all in on that. Yeah, guy. I love that guy. He's great. Yeah, I do too. Um, I can't wait till he, till the new ones come out. But, um, you know, I was pretty surprised today that, that Tyler's, um, you know, money line pick yeah. with Arkansas, Alabama. I mean, I, I I wasn't stunned, but but because it's, it's Tyler, you never know what you're going to get. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm surprised that's the direction he went with that one. Well, I know who he talked to, and I, so I, I, he told me later what he based it on. And right. um, I mean, I I kind of get it. I still think it's nuts, but um, yeah, he might end up looking like a genius, but um. It was it was wild that he gave you hell for picking you know Oregon State to cover against USC and then he goes to pick Arkansas as a money line pick. He uh, but again I I know where he got it and so once he because we got finished I was like who what what did you base that on and I know the I know the conversation he had and who he had it with and so I was like oh that's interesting but still yeah and wasn't enough maybe maybe. Well, here's the knock on Alabama, whether it's Arkansas or Tennessee or Ole Miss or LSU or somewhere down the road. The knock on Alabama in the coaching world is they don't have the receivers they've had in previous years. And it's, right. a, it's a game changer for them. And the 
person he talked to was basically saying, hey, look, Arkansas is going to move the football. They're going to score some points. It's it's not going to be it's not going to be like the Georgia game a year ago where Arkansas couldn't score. Yeah, they're they're going to. Score. I love the seventeen taking taking the points there. I mean, I think that's going to hit. Yeah, I laid the points and and actually feel pretty good about it. I, I think I think Alabama's going to score a lot of points. I, I just, but I, I have it more yeah. like forty two to twenty one that that range. I do think Arkansas is going. I do think Arkansas is going to get into the twenties. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I bet KJ has a really big game after after last weekend. I would think. I mean, this is a you know we talked about this on that show. This this is a real challenge week for Pittman because that his team his team took it very very hard and he had a they were they were still they were still really struggling on Monday according to people who know their 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 program yeah. and and like you know someone said and I said this I repeated it today. I mean that, that's good and bad. It's bad and that. Your team's still thinking about Saturday. It's good in that they care. Because, I, I mean, we've covered yeah. teams that lost. And yeah, that was a, I mean, 10 minutes after the game, they're like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, and you don't want that. You don't want that either. You want kids to care, but you, you've got to be able to turn the page, and I'm not sure they've turned the page. I think there were so many what-ifs in that game for them that it's going to be hard for them to kind of move on. Yeah. Um. Real quick, I know both of you watched Breaking Bad. Have either one of you watched Better Call Saul all the way through yet, or started it at least? No. I, I'm a season behind. It's I, my TV watching has been ridiculous. There's multiple shows I'd like to get to, and I just haven't been doing it. Uh, I, I'm tired by the end of the day, and I haven't done it. I mean, really, but that is one where I'm really, really frustrated with myself because I have even like group texts of people who are talking about it. I'm having to avoid and that kind of thing because it. It's not better than Breaking Bad, but there's an argument that it is better, and I understand that. Yeah, and it it I mean it, it really ramps up. Um, it's a slow burn, a little yeah. slower burn than Breaking Bad, but yeah, we finished it and then rewatched Breaking Bad and the El Camino oh. movie. Um, Why? <laughs> we we rewatched Breaking Bad four or five times. My oh. wife and I met while she was finishing that well, show. We, we've said this multiple times it. though. Like the way Neil watched it. It's so different because you don't get the subtlety of Walter's change. Like when you binge it, it's so fast that you're not waiting a week for the next episode and then months for the new season. And it's this real gradual, slow process. Instead, we're shooting, we're doing kids yeah, and trains. Yeah, yeah. Within <laughs> within a couple months of watching. Yeah, and my wife watched Breaking Bad uh, right before she watched Friday Night Lights. So you can see uh, knowing Landry as Todd first is, is a little different transition as well. For sure. But, but uh, all right, guys. Appreciate all right. it. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Good luck. Thanks. Oh, didn't mean to miss the call. Well, hit the wrong button. I didn't even hit a button. It just sort of happened. Teddy Bridgewater, your, your boy. The Saints maybe should have just kept He was fine. He's, he's, all right. he's leading Miami down to the seven here, making plays with his feet, he's, with his arm. He's fine. I like Teddy. Do you? Yeah, he's a good player. 15 seconds to go in the half. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Jonathan from Hattiesburg. Hey, Jonathan, what's up? I uh, just want to say to Chase, uh, your soundbite on the video was yeah. epic. Thanks. It had to happen. It had to be done. It made the video beautiful. 
Um, it fit the video well. And it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. Um, we do a show down here in Hattiesburg, and obviously we only have like a thousand listeners, but if mine couldn't have been aired, um, it's not about uh, sports or anything, but I was airing grievances during the Alabama series, and it got really dark. But uh, for Neil, um, are you doing the pick six at the local corner market for your IPAs? Are you a seasonal guy? And I, a lot of coverage has been on the football. I need to know about the beer. Yeah, I do a lot of different ones. Tonight I'm having Voodoo Ranger, the IPA from New Belgium. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. I sort of just try different things. Um, I've got a, I, I, I've got a bunch that I like. Um, I like Ghost in the Machine, which is not really a pale ale. I mean, a, an IPA, but it's just I like it a lot. Um, I like Bell's Two Hearted. I like most of Bell's stuff. Um, and then I just sort of experiment. Yeah, sometimes I'll do a pick six just for the hell of it. Um, there are a couple of IPAs in Alabama that I like. Uh, I like the one out of Memphis that I'm having a hard time thinking of at this moment. There's a couple when we go up to Arkansas that um, the brewery in in, um, in Bentonville that I like a lot. Uh, and then I like the one out of Little Rock, the Back 40. I'm, yeah. it's, it's beer. I pretty much like it. There's I, there's <laughs> grades of beers. There's a beer. There's an IPA out of Colorado. That is. Um, How'd you get into that one? When I flew into the Denver airport, I tried it, and it's one of the best ones I've ever had. It's uh, really yeah. It's first first cast IPA. It's uh, made by. Um, I can't I can't quite read it there. Elevation Elevation Beer Company. It's out of this little kind of a very very rural town in Colorado, and uh, it's fantastic. One of the best I've ever had. Well, I'll have to I'll have to go back and listen and make a note of that. Uh, if, what, if, you, what, if you see, you live in Mississippi. The yeah, chili. they won't they won't ship to us in Mississippi because you know beer. But um, if you if you live in like Texas or somewhere, I, I highly recommend getting that shipped to you. It's fantastic. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I got you. Uh, well, I'm going to make a recommendation and I'll hang up. Uh, if you have Urban South, do you ever see any of that? I've never seen that. Where's it out of? Uh, I have no idea. Okay. It's in the corner market. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I think it's, oh, it's out of New Orleans. Okay. Um, yeah, their Oktoberfest is the best Oktoberfest ever created. Oh, Urban South so, out of New Orleans. Yeah, I'll, and I like Oktoberfest. I'll have, to, I'll have to see if I can find that. Yeah, so check that out, and uh, I'll revs by a billion. You guys have a good night. Take care. Hey, who do we have? Oh, I was trying to get to Hey, who do we have? Hey, caller, who do we have? This is Addison Crippen. Addison, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, uh, we're wonderful. Y'all sure have been busy this afternoon, haven't y'all? Uh, yeah, been a, been a busy day. Been a busy Thursday, been a week. But we, we made it. What y'all been doing? What's that? y'all been up to other than that that's it that's all neil's done today that's it he, <laughs> that's it I've, I've worked I, I went for a walk and that's the extent of the extent of my day i've gotten up i worked um and then i went for a walk and then i've worked some more <laughs> well i'm just trying to prepare myself for this early morning kickoff on saturday yeah what are you you're, gonna do? you're the only one everybody else loves it you're the first person i've heard complain about it See, oh, my gosh. I'm kidding. No way. Yeah, there is a way. There is a way. You just got to get up Saturday morning and get up and get moving and have a mimosa or have a Bloody Mary and go. Oh, no. Pain. Huh? <laughs> no, then you can't have that. Yeah. Then you can get up and have a coffee. And you just got to get, you just got to be non-alcoholic. We can get the tomato juice and the Worcestershire and the whole deal. You can do everything except the vodka, but you can have, you can have a coffee and, or a Coke and just get moving. It's a game. You can have a rain. You could have a rain. Rain's recommended for people 16 and older, but you're 15. That's probably close close enough. You just got to get moving. That's as simple as that. Go to the game. And then after the game, you can still go back to the Grove. The Grove's going to be open till 630. Right. So you're either gonna you're, you're either gonna be super happy and pumped, or you're gonna be miserable. And so <laughs> you get, I mean, you know, and that's completely out of your control. So all you can do is go cheer and hope. And when it's over, it, it is what it is, right? I'm the person that called in probably about six months ago, and y'all sent me a signed football. So I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm glad. Thank you. You're welcome. But, also, I wanted to ask y'all a question. So, whenever I'm older, I want to major in sports broadcasting, and I was wondering if y'all had any tips. Um, yeah, I got tips. Um, in all seriousness, uh, reach out to one of us uh, because I'll, I'll give some serious advice to you. Uh, my my main my main advice would be to make sure. So, with the journalism degree, you're going to have a whole lot of elective hours. Do you know what those are? 
Um, kind of. Okay, so you're going okay, well, to have a whole lot of elective hours. I would highly, 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 highly recommend that you get a double major, that you get a degree, okay. that you get a degree in some form of business, um, that you get a degree in a field that uh, that you could utilize. That if you decided that journalism was not for you and it's a really difficult field, that you could go into something else where you're not you're not restricted to journalism. I would go to a school. I would go to a, a if you're really serious about journalism. I would go to a school that has a really strong journalism school. I would go to a, a school that, that, that is really good with job placement. Um, and also, if you're doing sports broadcasting, still take writing classes. Take the writing classes. Yes. Know how to know how to write. I yes. English since I was younger, and I've been super stuck on being a sports broadcaster even since I was about like ten years old. So I think that's pretty cool because my dad's always loved it. I've always been so interested in it because you know most kids are like most girls especially aren't very interested sports broadcasting but i was always the little girl it was just like looking at the tv after the games and seeing how everybody was reacting to the games and it was super excited about that that's yeah. my favorite part of the game yeah and and, the- and hey here's here's a big thing here addison is don't don't restrict your training to sports if you if you're right. if you're interested in journalism and reporting be able to do journalism and reporting on things other than sports don't right. don't don't restrict yourself. To It'll sport. make you better at sports. It's going to make you better at sports, and it's also going to give you a better chance out of college to get a job. And it's a really <laughs> difficult field. Um, in all seriousness, if you're if you're super serious about it, reach out to one or both of us, and um, I'll be happy. I would be happy to hop on a call with you and your parents and, and whatnot if you're really serious about it, because it's it's a really difficult field. It's a fun field, but it's. It's really difficult right now to get in, to move up, and um, you, you need to kind of know what you're doing. Right. And I've been practicing for um, public speaking all the time because I do lots of pageants, like state titles, and I have to do on-stage questions and mm-hmm. interviews. So I'm definitely getting used to public speaking. That's great. And Chase gave you great advice. Uh, write. Write as much as you can. Uh, do a blog. Just practice, practice writing. Right. Practice writing. Read a lot. Write a lot. Um, read a lot of people that you like. Different people, not just sports. Um, yeah, just just you want to expand your uh, your abilities as much as you can. So it sounds like you got a pretty good head on your shoulders. So, um, yeah, just reach out to us and let us know. We'll be happy to help you. Thank you all so much. It was nice talking to you all. You Thank too. You, Addison. Bye. All right. Bye. I didn't know how old she was. I feel bad now. But it's okay. I mean. <laughs> we bounced back. It was okay. Well, I mean, you know, my, my heart was in the right place. Uh, let's see. It's uh, 14-12. Bengals at the half. Tua is left the game with head and neck injuries. He's been transferred to the University of Cincinnati. Hey, who do we have? Hey, is this Will and Chase? It is. Who's this? Uh, Moose. I'm sorry? This is Moose. Hey, Moose, what's up? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, sitting here thinking I've got a, an SEC Pick'em Challenge on my hand. I'm trying to win about $3,000 for this thing, and I'm calling in to get a little You call the wrong people. Advice. We'll try, but I'm, I'm not responsible for what happens. 
Maybe I need to call Tyler for this one, actually. Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the rules of this challenge, one, you pick a different SEC team to win each week. You survive the season. Once you choose a team, they cannot be selected again. Ooh, okay. If you're selected, you're eliminated from the pool. Yep. So you can only select two non-conference games, and you, and you can only pick against Vanderbilt twice. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> So, um, love the Commodores, but uh, I mean, be really easy to line your picks up with Vandy. So that's that's a pretty pretty fair rule. Um, and due to the scheduling of fourteen conference games in a thirteen week window, there's going to be one week where I have to pick two winners. Okay. At the moment, I'm four and zero, obviously, because still calling in. I, I picked uh, I picked Vanderbilt to beat Elon in week one. Smart. Arkansas to beat South Carolina week two. Yep. I can't Vandy or Arkansas. Missouri beating Abilene Christian week three. Okay. Yep. Week four was Auburn beating Missouri. Oh, Ooh, that was close, oh. man. You're, you're lucky. <laughs> Woo, you're lucky to be alive right now, my man. <laughs> Let me tell oh. you what. They lined up to kick that field goal. I was ready to kiss that pot goodbye, <laughs> that $3,000. Yeah, that was woof. Woof. Uh, yeah, sure enough. I didn't trust Vandy or Missouri to beat anybody outside of an FCS team, to be honest. All right, so the teams you can't pick this week are Auburn. Arkansas, Auburn, Vandy, Vandy to play, and Missouri. And Missouri. You're, you're not picking Missouri to beat Georgia. I pick Missouri, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, or Auburn this okay, week. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, you probably wouldn't and I pick any of those teams. non game. Let me find the SEC games. Yeah, I'm looking. All right, I got it up. Ole Miss, Kentucky, Alabama, Arkansas, yep. A&M State, LSU, Auburn, Georgia, Missouri. I mean, are you going LSU over Auburn? That's the name of the Tigers. That's the, I, I that's tentatively the, had Georgia over Missouri, but once I use that, I, I feel like Georgia. I just hate to use table. Georgia. I hate there. to use Georgia up now because you, you're going to want yeah. Georgia later because they're going to probably win a bunch of games. I, I mean, the one I would be inclined to go with here, I think I'd go with LSU over Auburn. I'm a little worried about Texas A&M, Texas I, I A&M know, and Mississippi State because no. State could win that game. And yeah, L- LSU's, LSU's going to be like a seven-win team. So you, Have you mapped out the season on what you kind of hope is yeah, there later? Yeah, I've got a – I've changed it a little bit watching some teams realizing, hey, LSU might not be as good as they were hyped up to be. A&M, same yeah. situation. And, hey, and, this is – they don't have to cover, right? They no, just have to win. win. No, no, they just have to win oh, outright. Oh, yeah, I think I'm going LSU here. Yeah, so – Because I'd be, I, I I'd, I'd be a little worried. You don't want to burn Bama either. I, I don't want to burn Bama here, and I don't want to burn yeah. Georgia, and I'd be a little worried about the state-Texas A&M game, and I'd be nervous about Kentucky Ole Miss too. I'm not putting anything on Kentucky on this. That game could go either way. That's yeah, that that game could be nuts. I think I'd burn um, LSU here and I think you'd I think you're gonna be fine. If all you gotta do is win the game, you don't have to cover, he's gotta win the game. I think you're gonna be okay there and then they're so weird that you, you could you might wish you had them later, but there's a decent chance you don't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go with L S U this week. The way the way I had it originally, you know, what I was thinking was Georgia this week, Florida beating Missouri next week. I was trying to line up my games with Missouri because I, I, 
I watched that Missouri Auburn game this week. Yeah, and man, I I don't think either one of those teams is going to win more than one game in the SEC. If that, I mean, I don't know. Auburn, it could be weird, and and I know there's some kind of juju there at, at on the plane sometimes where they get a stupid bounce. You know, especially it seems to always happen against like Ole Miss, but that game's on the road this year. But I don't know. I just I think Harson's going to be out soon, and I, I don't trust Auburn to beat anybody right now. So that's why I went ahead and slated them to pick Missouri. Yeah, I mean that, that was a good pick. I would have done it too, but boy, um, yeah. I think the more I think about it, the more I think I'd go LSU here. Yeah, because you're trying to win. Uh, you're trying to win the whole thing. Getting eliminated this week versus getting eliminated next week doesn't matter. That's true. That way, you save you save Alabama, you save Georgia, you save Ole Miss, you save Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. You All say right, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I, don't, I mean, I hope that doesn't go awry. Um, I think that'll be good, um, and uh, hopefully, we'll survive and 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 talk to y'all about it next week. All right, good luck. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. You too. That's a kind of a fun deal. That's good. But you get eliminated early, and you're like, damn. It's over. And he was a half yard from getting eliminated. Yeah. Last week was crazy. Those were two crazy games. Mizzou-Auburn. and I couldn't decide where to be pissed off with Mizzou-Auburn. Like, I was going to be mad either way. I felt bad for the kid. Yeah. I, I did. I'm. That's the old, soft me. Is this grind? Yeah, it's grind. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Just enjoying the show. Uh, okay, I agree with that. I think LSU wins the game too. But man, I just if I if I was him, just a bystander, I wouldn't put myself through like a Auburn game. Like you said, you saw what that was, <laughs> and I'm gonna just tell you now. Whenever Auburn fans want to coach fire, bro, it just never works our way. It just it's it comes, but man, it's it's like the road less traveled. It's yeah. never like. It's never like he can just go out and lose or go out and get blown out of anything like that. So how do you feel about Hartwell-Freeze combination? Oh, who now? John Hartwell <laughs> is your new athletics director. Yeah. I don't know who the hell that is. He's the AD, John Hartwell. He's the AD at Utah State. Used to be the associate AD here. He wore glasses? No. I don't think so. No. Hmm. John doesn't wear glasses. Hmm. No, he doesn't. Uh-uh. He's from Alabama. Okay, I mean, I guess <laughs> I'm you, not sure, man. What, what do you else? think? What do you think about Hugh Freeze with, being with the a- coach? With ads, I mean, with ads, like okay, like with Alan Green, he tried to like boost himself up for giving Bruce Pearl an extension. Like, come on, dude. So we'll see. We'll see. What about Hugh we'll Freeze? How do you feel? How do you feel about Hugh Freeze as your football coach? I say this, man. I'm more cool with it than my family is. Well, I say my uncle's cool with it, but the women in my family, for some reason, my granny, my mom, for some reason, for some they, reason. Gosh, I wonder what reason that could possibly be. I man, look, I don't know. <laughs> I it it baffles me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does not baffle you. So how's how's that how's that going to go over at, at at Auburn when they hire? freeze and all the jokes come and stuff are, are people going to be cool with it or what, what happens hmm i think it depends if if freeze can win an off season like you know landing recruits and whatnot 
then people are going to be like, all right, whatever. Y'all leave our coach alone. You know, you are, man, you already know. You don't report it. You don't, you don't cover the Auburn. Yeah. If that, if that dude, if he can get a little magic going, hey, he's ours. You already know what's up. You already know what's up. And I'm uh, and I ain't even going to lie. I'm going to be right there with him defending you trees, too. So I ain't even going to lie. So I ain't even going to play no game. But, man, before before we get to this SEC, Iowa. Yo, yo, Iowa Hawkeyes. I want to go to a game in Iowa. And you you know why? Let's go, Grant. <laughs> just because I have a feeling, just because I have weird luck when I go to games. And I think the day I go to an Iowa game, the Iowa offense will come out there, put up 550 yards, oh, four, hell. four passing touchdowns. Neil's going to fly you, know you out there. Then. I just felt no, something. You know, <laughs> you know what I think? I think the Iowa fans will walk out the stadium like, Man, I don't know what that was today. Oh, I, that wasn't Iowa football Whew, today. I'm kind of breathless right now. <laughs> you say what now? I'm kind of breathless right now. <laughs> I mean, I felt something. I, I, th- I think the Iowa fans would be borderline pissed off to see a good offense. I, I don't think they'd be pissed off, Grind. I think they'd be pretty – I think they'd – I don't think they'd know what what happened. I think they'd wonder if they'd t- taken a couple of gummies or something. Oh, so you so you don't you don't think Iowa fans enjoy this identity that they have? No, you don't think that they. I know they don't. I, I've read their boards and stuff. They're they're they want a new offensive coordinator. Uh, their defense is so good that if they had a good offense, they'd be a title contender. Their defense is legit. I think they're getting smashed this weekend. Well, I mean, I think they're getting beat too because it's it's hard to it's hard to dial up that defense week after week after week. But defensively, they're really good. Yeah, I, and I know what being said about, you know, going into Kennedy, but, man, Iowa State went in there earlier this year, and Iowa State's average. They're solid. They're okay. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, I agree with you. I think yeah. I think Michigan wins. I mean, Caroline took, yeah. Caroline took Michigan and laid the points, and I think she got it right. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was a good pick right there. Yeah. Yeah, she made her debut. She's, she's like, trying to Wally Pip, trying to Lou Gehrig, her sister. <laughs> and man, look, I'm I'm pulling for you in these picks to make a comeback, man. I'm pulling for you. I'm running out of time, grind. I got I got to get on a roll here soon. It's hard. It's hard. I don't have the connections that Siski has. Siski dials up coaches and talks to people about what's Doesn't happening. Doesn't seem fair, does it? It feels kind of feels kind of tough. I mean, I feel like I'm. This is what Mercer feels like going up against like Florida or something. You, you just you could have the best plan in the world, but you're just kind of outmatched. Man, I I think you can pull it off. I think this is going to be a good week for you. I I do. I feel good about I feel good about my picks. I do. I, I mean, but hey, this is not the first week that I have felt good about my picks. You know that is that is true, man. I mean, I got so for the people that don't, I got Washington minus two and a half against UCLA. I got Minnesota minus twelve. Like Minnesota minus twelve. I love it. I got mm-hmm. my my guy mm-hmm. Kane Womack in South Alabama minus eight and a half against ULL. I got Maryland. Loxley's Loxley's getting it done at Maryland. He's been better. Uh, Laying eight and a half against the slumping Spartans of Michigan State. I got Oregon at home laying 17, but Stanford's bad. And I got the Illinois money line. I got Bengals right now. I'm about to have to put the jersey on. Things are getting kind of tense. I got Bengals minus three and a half tonight. Got Jacksonville plus six and a half at Philadelphia. Got the Lions minus four at home versus Seattle. Las Vegas minus two and a half at home versus Denver, and I got the Chiefs and a pick 'em against the Bucks. 
Yeah. I think it's going to be a solid weekend. With that South Alabama game, I'm more comfortable playing that under than I am Jags. I feel you, though. We've been kicking, just, we've been kicking that ass at South Alabama. We've, I mean, everywhere they go, they've, been, they've, just, been, they've covered my, every line and they beat the hell out of people. My only thing with, with teams that are undefeated or defeated against the spread is that Vegas, Vegas won't let that happen for long. Because you know that'll just be easy money. Yeah, the team's gonna go two, ten and two against the spread. It's just They're early October, though. It's, it's just early October. We still got time before Vegas catches on. That is that is true, and I like that over in the Oregon State. I mean, that Oregon Stanford game. Yeah, Oregon could Oregon could cover two, but I, I really like that over. Yeah, they're gonna light them up. Yeah, but now with this, uh, the Aggies have got to got to go to Starfield. This. The SEC is missing an opportunity, in my opinion, man. This should be a trophy game, like the Big Ten does. Like this the, should be like a the battle for the maroon what's it supposed to be? seed or something like that. Battle for just a maroon <laughs> ball or something. Yeah, a, ma- a maroon bell or something like that. Something, oh, a maroon something like bell. That, like they're both they're both like farmers and cows and stuff like that. Oh, they could do that. The battle for the maroon cow. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I they're do. saying like a cow walked across the field yeah. and all that. Yeah. I just and then the fa- and it it would kind of piss and them off. That's why. That's that's kind of why I would really like really like for it. To yeah, be they don't. They don't. They don't want to play that game. They don't want Mississippi <laughs> State to be anything resembling a rival. They're better than that. I mean, no. Yeah, they think they're better than that, and they probably State are. State wore Independence Bowl uniforms. I know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Independence Bowl. I'm not one to side with Texas A&M, but on this one, they're right. They're right. Yeah, just go away. <laughs> They've got bigger fish to fry. Man, you you don't think Mississippi State can have anybody? You just want them to be the lonely guy to dance, hands in the pockets. You know, I mean, they're just looking down. They're the, you don't want me to say they have anybody. They're the girl at the party where you just go, she's nice. I mean, she's she's really nice. Her, her, her mom's nice. They have a nice family. They're, that's it. That's it. That's all. <laughs> that's the extent of it. You, oh, man. You tell your friend, hey, she's nice. And then he goes, is she really? And you're like, yeah, I mean, she's nice. But, like, she's nice. Yeah, you, that, and that's pretty much it. You know, it's I, like I, you I was in my, I'm I was in my, the people in grind. I was in my little brother's wedding, and um, and we were lined up. One of his groomsmen was a guy named Brant Mitchell. Brant's funny guy, redheaded guy, kind of big, and uh, we're all lined up, and we're doing the rehearsal right before the rehearsal dinner. And we're kind of lined up, and everybody's, you know, you're seeing who you're going to escort in and escort out and all that stuff. And Brant's doing the math, one, two, three, four, and he sees her, and he goes, I always get the big one. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that's kind of state, you know, always get the big one. And that's kind of Mississippi State, huh? Yep, that's it in a nutshell. You know, she's she's there at the, there at the, she's a, she's a, Bridesmaid, and she's a good friend, and she's sweet, but she's she's the big one. There's a there's a comedian that I like that that did a little skit about. She's so like, oh god, god. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny as hell. It was his, his name is Dion, man. It's, it's funny as hell. But uh, I think Ole Miss. I got Ole Miss winning by two scores, like twenty eight seventeen, thirty seventeen, something like that. You know what, man? This is that game that. I don't. I don't know that you could surprise me. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. 
I mean, I, I, the only thing I think that would surprise me would be Kentucky big. But if you tell, yeah, I think it's I think it's a two outcome game in my opinion. Oh, I think either well. Ole Miss wins like by by like seven to thirteen, or Kentucky wins by four or less. It's one. It's that's it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't because I don't I, I don't see I don't see Ole Miss. Like if it's like if it's late, I think Ole Miss either puts Kentucky away or Kentucky presses in a situation, and Ole Miss takes advantage of it. That's you know that's how I see Ole Miss kind of you know sealing that thing up. I don't think I don't think Kentucky is going to be able to run away with it, you know, like you guys said. And I and like I say, I just don't see Ole Miss like squeaking by Kentucky. I know this is going to sound like a hot take. They win. It's going to sound like a hot take, and I don't mean for it to. I I think this is a battle of quarterbacks. I, I think it's. Levis versus Dart. Do you really? I, I mean, I do. That's what I think. I mean, Kentucky's Kentucky's not going to win on the ground because they haven't won on the ground all year, and they're going to they're going to do what Mark Stoops' teams do, and that's take something away, and they're going to take the run away and make Dart beat them. Yeah, and but I think uh, yeah, but I think I think I think Kentucky defense gives more than Ole Misses. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. And also, man, when you look into the analytics, Ole Miss is like two whole deviations better than uh, Kentucky at, at efficiency. Just you know, net team efficiency, and that you know that you know that goes into you know who you played and you know team adjusted and all that stuff. So I just I just think over a course of four quarters that bears you know that bears out. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, man, it, it was good talking to you guys. I'm gonna keep enjoying the show. Right. You too, Brian. Brian. Take care. All right, man. Fourteen twelve, getting into the third quarter. BYU twenty four seventeen. Yeah, BYU's fine. Oh, they're doing an onside kick. Oh, BYU going for the kill and didn't get it. Instead, handed Utah State the ball at the. You're the better team. You're, kick it. Don't deep. be cute. Just play. Don't be cute. Just play football. That's what if you were an AD, that would be the first sign to get rid of a coach if he started getting too cute. And too yeah, I'm telling you, man, it would drive like, you insane. Like if I were conducting an interview today and Kendall Bryles was being interviewed, I would say, "Talk to me about what happened on that third possession. What, what was that? You appeasing a player there? What are you? What are we doing? What was what was going on? You better have a good reason. Yeah, and I want to hear. I want well. What I want is the truth. What I want is you know what. We had a kid. He was kind of disgruntled. We put in a package for him. We felt like we needed to do it. It was a mistake. I'll never do it again. Okay. All right. Cool. Tell me the truth. Don't go, well, what we thought was we had no, 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 no. Because now, now you're overthinking. If you're, if you're winning a contest of wills, you don't change your strategy. They can't hit the fastball. Don't throw the change up. Right. I, I mean, it, right. It, it is that. It is that. If if you if you're up at the, on the mound and you are throwing fastballs and they're not hitting them, they're fouling something <laughs> off. They're late. They're striking out. They're weak contact. I'm throwing fastballs until somebody shows that he can hit it, and then we adjust. Then we adjust. We don't adjust until then. We don't go. Hey, you know what? I bet they're looking for fastballs. Well, hell yeah, they're looking for fastballs, but they're not hitting it. Yeah. A and M knew what was coming. They couldn't stop it. So when you don't do it, what are you doing to them? They go, if their reaction on the other side is, oh, thank God. 
They tried to run a double reverse pass. <laughs> we were worried about the inside trap. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, well, Grind's exactly right. I was looking at that going, I've got to, I've got to win here. When Arkansas had it second and five at the 15, I was thinking, I got to win here. I'm going to win a game here. This is, this is mine. And then, because Siski had, had A&M minus one and a half. And they win by two freaking points because you have a bad snap because you get cute. Y'all had it at one and a half. Yeah. Is that also confusing? You have different lines for different games? Yeah, a little bit. Of the week? A little bit. As a ULM grad, we're not used to this kind of complicated math. But. Okay. Uh, you don't have enough points here. You no, know. I mean, I'm a little little nervous. Not not far this from This is kind of on Cincy. They have not played well offensively. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, Burrow's not healthy. He's not fully healthy. You think it's firing, or you think it's just rust? I just think it's rust. I, I, I think it's he – missed, he missed the whole month of August with the appendectomy, and his appendix burst. Yeah. So he had issues. That's true. Yeah, Clemson killed me too. I don't even want to talk about it. It's depressing. Because that was seven? Yeah, it was seven. They go for two, and I'm like, oh, yeah, get it. And they don't. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I know what's going to happen. I knew what would happen at that point. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's okay. It's just a weekend in Boise. How bad can it be? How cold can it be in Boise in December? Average December temp in Boise. I mean, we've got global warming. Maybe it's going to warm. Eh. 40 high, 23 low. It's not bad. It's a day game. Be all right. You're okay. Yeah, I'm gonna wear some thermals. It rains nine days on average out of December in Boise. That would be the nightmares. The rain. Thirty-one and raining. Oh, let's go. Oh, yeah, thirty-one and raining, and I'm in a t-shirt would be miserable. Oh, you have to wear a t-shirt. Well, you just can't wear a sweatshirt or a jacket. But I'm gonna wear a thermal. Can you wear four t-shirts. Yes, I'm gonna wear a thermal undershirt. Yeah. Long sleeve. Yeah, yeah. And then put like a dry fit. T-shirt over okay. it, and then a couple of T-shirts. And the last T-shirt has to say, potatoes have feelings, too. Oh, that's right. You have to get the shirt made? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get it made. I'll, I'll probably have some fun with the shirt. Okay. You know, it's fine. It'll be fun. I think everyone there will be obviously know that you lost a bet or that it's a prank or something. I doubt if anybody truly gets offended in Idaho about potatoes having feelings. I mean... One would hope that it's known I'm, as a prank. I'm guessing that it would be pretty obvious. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, look, there's T. Higgins with another. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Philip in Memphis. How What's up, Philip? Good. How are you? Good. So I was thinking about what you were just talking about with the possibility of rain in Boise yep. and being stuck in a T-shirt. Just scotch guard it. Oh, it's a thought. Like going, yeah. like going skiing where you scotch guard all your clothes. Just, yeah, exactly. Just take your scotch guard, spray the can all over it, 
and whatever your outer layer is going to be, and that's going to protect you from any precipitation that's going to drop down. Oh, I'll be. Oh, how about that? That's a great idea. Yeah. I would not have thought of but that. It, it, I mean, you might want to tell Tyler, since after taking Arkansas's money line, he might drop down a whole hell of a lot. Well, he only lose one unit. He's he's going for the kill right there. That's him taking – that's basically him going free shot. You know, we've talked about how when a team's like 6-0 and and they play the number one ranked team – if he gets the, it, he'll never shut up about it. If, he if, gets, yeah. he gets, if he loses it, he just loses one point. Which it, I don't think that's fair considering – I mean, I know we're into the season. You can't adjust it. On no, the fly, I get it. You get to take. If you're you taking t- a crazy money line. Yeah, but I mean, if he if he were to like, let's for example, if he were to get that right, suddenly I've got to start taking teams that have like a thirty point dog to try to win. Oh right, right. But I'm, I'm my thought is it, you can't stack the deck at the front end of the season. And go yeah, I'm gonna take a six hundred point money line and be up six units. Or be a, I don't know. I, well, I mean, you can. I mean, because the odds are not good you're hitting yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, so. the, the chances that you're getting it right are not good. It's like a 15 beating a 2 in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I, I loved how, because I was watching live, he was, he was acting like he was trying to be the good sportsman out there and give you a fighting chance. I was like, you're not a British aristocrat <laughs> from the 1800s, man. You're, you're a, a, a rain-fueled junkie who's out here just... <laughs> Kicking a dog when he's down. Well, and, and 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 he's got. Come on, get that. Come on. Uh, he's he's and he's basing that on a conversation that he's had with the current college coach. And so I I know who the coach is. And so it it it's it's truly just unfair on so many levels. I'm I'm right. fighting I'm fighting a very uphill battle, an uphill with an icy hill with uh, worn down tennis shoes. Yeah. I mean, at least he said he's going to go to Boise with you if. Yeah, he wants to go with you so he can make fun of me on video. That's why he wants to go. I mean, so it's a little. Well, I mean, really, yeah. you kind of do need somebody to record the whole thing so you can turn it into a YouTube segment. Yeah, there's no It'll, question. Like, re- record a bunch of it and then edit it down. Like, you know. Yeah. Like well, those comedians that we all listen to do. Yeah, that's that's exactly that's exactly the case. Yeah. I mean, that way you can say, hey, here's Neil from this angle, here's Neil from that angle, or here's Tyler down here being a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had 18 rains before 11 a.m. <laughs> yep. Now, I will say, uh, so for all those potential podcast advertiser, uh, advertisers out there, um, that rain stuff works because I was way too hungover one day, and I bought some just because of listening to the podcast. Uh, I was able to reach my keyboard from the ceiling and and keep working after having just one can. I mean, those things, I'm a believer now. Those things will wake you up, and they will kill a hangover faster than anything. Yeah, they're that for sure. There's no question about that. I mean, you you, you drink one of those 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and you won't you won't need a mid-afternoon pickup. You're, you're good. Yeah, I've had the, uh, the Rainbow Sherbert and the Orange Dreamsicle, and I think between the two of them, the Orange Dream Sickle might be my favorite. But again, that's just two. I've got a white gummy bear out yeah, of the beer fridge just waiting for the next time. Uh, Cherry Limeade's really good. Cherry Limeade's really good. Um, and then you, you got to try the ones with the, the, the extra fuel, the citronelles, or cit- whatever they're called. They're excellent. Yeah. The Red Dragon. So, yeah, those, those are the ones that kick up your metabolism. Yeah. Okay. I may have to. Convince the wife to pick up a couple of those at, at the grocery store on Sunday. So, 
Um, so do we know, uh, changing the subject here, do we know is Grind going to be in Oxford for the game on the 15th? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll answer on the stream here. He's he's there. Uh, I, I hope so. I'd love to meet Grind in person. He's one of our obviously been a great caller for us for years now. So I'm I'm hopeful he makes the trip, but I don't know. He's he's in the stream, so maybe he'll he'll uh, he'll answer. Well, I'm sure there are plenty of people that would uh, be happy to host him at their tent. I know. Oh sure. I, I, would, would. I would think. I, I don't I, think I, he's got a, a handle on the message board. I think he just comes on the YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, I, I we think, could work that out. I think he could. I think he'd be taken care of for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I mean, I know he's welcome at my spot for sure. So that's that's one. Awesome. So that that might convince him to come. Plus, if Grind comes, we we can almost guarantee a win, right? Ryan <laughs> says, "If his brother comes with me, then then yeah, he's going to come. So we got a couple on, weeks. Ryan, we, we got you, baby. We got a couple weeks to work that out. So we'll we'll see if we can't make that happen. Yes, we do. All right. Well, thank y'all so much as always, and I'll uh, hang up and keep listening. All right, Philip. Thanks. Thanks. Nine twenty-seven here on a uh, on a Thursday night. It's been a week." Um, Miami with the football, 6-13 and counting to go in the third. Trail the Cincinnati Bengals 14-12. This would be my luck. The Bengals win by two. That's when you just know it's just not your year. It's not your that year. Would, you just just not it. your year. You just, you just go, this isn't for me. At that point, at that point, I fully expect something like Arkansas beating Alabama, at which point I just got to surrender. I mean, I've already – At least your team's winning. Yeah, in my mind, I've already got the white flag tweet ready to go. You know, just wave somebody waving the white flag. That's it, and just surrender. I'd be down like thirteen, fourteen units. It's that point, pretty that insurmountable. Point, yeah, you better be doing the the money lines. Yeah, you're like needing Missouri to beat Georgia. Yeah, yeah, you're taking the Vanderbilt money line against Georgia. Good luck. All right, kind of last call here. If you want to, uh, if you want to call in, we'll take your call. Otherwise, we're we're probably about to check out. It's been a day here at MPW Digital. We hope that you have enjoyed our content. There's a lot there. Please don't forget about Pete's Pigskin Preview. Um, I'm going to put it up in podcast form, but seriously, it's fantastic on video. It's brought to you by Walk On Sports Bistro. It's excellent. Pete does just a fantastic job. There's a lot of other stuff there too. Got a lot of stuff in the uh, our podcast feed. There's a football uh, recruiting war room. Oh, Son of wow. A... So football recruiting, yeah, I better get the jersey out. Uh, football recruiting war room, that's uh, that's up as well. So uh, a lot of recruiting stuff. Ole Miss has a lot of uh, visitors coming in over the course of the weekend. They've got one re- commitment already. I, I, they're expecting a second one. The piece of content that's been sitting in the admin for about six weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's there. Um, yeah, so anyway, hope everybody uh, checks all the content out. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, again, Ole Miss and uh, Kentucky, eleven a.m. on Saturday. Vault Hemingway. We'll have uh, I'll have full coverage from the game. I'll join Chase on his post game show that will probably get started around two thirty ish. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So. Uh, We'll see what happens. Ole Miss and Kentucky, a game we've been talking about for a long time, finally here. Again, uh, this show has been brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. 
If you are in the Oxford Tupelo area, call call the people at Comer at Comer six six two eight zero one one seven seven seven. If you're in uh, Memphis, Soto County, that area, call the people at um, Southern six six two four two nine forty four twenty nine. You can um. That's about it. We'll be back on Monday with another edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast, getting started with a whole new week. We'll uh, look back on Ole Miss and Kentucky and look ahead to Ole Miss's trip to uh, Nashville to face Vanderbilt. Thanks again to Ben Mintz for joining us earlier in the show. Appreciate all of you that called in, all of you that are in the stream. Certainly appreciate you guys making us a part of your week, part of your day. And uh, we'll talk to you again on Saturday night. Until then, enjoy your weekend. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.